Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley Dawn, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It's so great to have you with us on this Friday. We hope you're going to have a great weekend. Stay Beautiful dry, weather. don't get ticks. Yes. <laughs> I can't. There are like there's a tick problem in this studio. No. It is really not good. So You're keep so... we're gonna be doing tick checks in Who's the breaks. Checking. I don't know. The we're certified just... tick checker. Ooh. Is that a thing? That's not why we're here. Okay. But we are here because you had a question. About I have a wealth. question about wealth. How much money is a life changing amount of money, Dawn? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Like, what is really? Think about this. Yeah, deeply. Mm-hmm. What is an amount? Like, if I said, "Look, for the rest of your life," I mean, you can have a job and all that stuff, but it's not gonna. You're not gonna become like super duper wealthy on your own. It's mm-hmm. fine. It's fine. Most people don't. But I'm gonna give you one time. Yeah. Uh, amount of cash. You name that amount of cash. That would literally, what's the threshold to change your life? Not like give me $5 billion because obviously $5 billion would change anybody's life. But okay. unless that's truly what you think it would take to alter your life. 651-641-1071. Are you asking me why we're asking, Dawn? Um, yes. Thank you for asking. I want, why are we talking about this? What sparked this? So I saw this. I mean, literally it was no more complicated than a tweet came up in my feed and it said, how much money is a life changing amount of money for you? And I started reading through the thing and I thought, well, that's actually a very interesting question because some people just start asking other questions to clarify, you know, like somebody said enough to build my real estate portfolio. Somebody said for me, it's not a dollar figure. I measure true wealth and time versus money. So a life changing amount would be a hundred percent control and freedom over my life. Okay. So people started answering this in their own way. And then I just started to think, well, you know, like I could say a million dollars, but frankly, I don't know that that would change. I mean, certainly any, any amount of money that's free is going to change your life. But like to keep me from having to do what I do right now, that mm-hmm. is make sure I have, you know, a job, make sure I have health insurance, make sure I have a mortgage payment, whatever uh-huh. that is, it would probably have to be a significant sum of money, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, what what amount are you? So you're saying over a million? I would think it'd have to be a more than a million dollars, right? Okay. Because these days, a million dollars, I mean, look around. There are millionaires everywhere. I'm not one. But, you know, I feel like a million dollars, is that going to change the trajectory of your life? Uh, well, I just feel like you can do a lot with a hundred thousand. Okay. So is that the amount for you? I could do, as far as like, you could invest it and I'm just... In my life, I want to make sure that I'm not a burden to anybody at the end of my life. Yeah. That's what I'm freaked out about and, you know, have uh, tried to make sure that doesn't happen. So that's what I'm, that's how much yeah, see I how, would want. See, like, but you're not giving me an amount, which means it is a harder question than 100,000. That's my amount. Okay. So for you, 100,000. So God, you're low. a cheap date. Uh, Mike's <laughs> oh, eyes are wide open over there. Mike, do you have an answer? 
2.5 million. Yeah, I, I feel like it's got to be more than a million. But tell me why for you, two and a half million is a good number. That would get you a very nice, awesome house in today's market. Yep. It would get you a very good house and it would give you a nice little bit of money to put away for like the kids college fund. If you want to go that route, also give you enough to put away and allow it to grow for the rest of your life and some really good investments. Yeah. So I feel like that gives you a little buffer for both. Will change you right now, but it'll also change you going forward. Yeah, right. Okay, let's go to Faith. She's on the line, and uh, I think Faith has an answer for us. Hey, Faith, what's the amount? I'm writing checks today. I'm not. Uh, like fifteen million. Ooh, okay, wow. fifteen million. Tell me what we're doing uh, with fifteen million that it's going to change your life. We are quitting the job. Okay. Traveling the world. Yeah. Pulling the kids out of school to go see firsthand the things that they learn about, like the Great Wall of China or the pyramids or whatever fascinates them at school. Um, And then we're living comfortably in retirement. We're paying for super expensive health insurance. We're buying a summer home on Lake Superior and a winter home wherever it's warm. Hmm. Yeah, and and never worrying. And then doing a lot of philanthropic things. I I love you, Faith. And frankly, I'm going to let you manage my money because that just sounds like you got a plan (laughs) and I am here for it. Thank you, Faith. Thanks. Uh, 651-641-1071. We've got somebody else on the line, Mike, but uh, I'm going to wait for him to hang up the phone and tell me who else is on the line. So what, do you know what the money amount would be for you? you I don't know. Answered. I mean, I would say, like I said, it has to be over a million. Mike said two and a half. I think, you know, what did what did we just hear? 12 million? That seems like maybe for me because I don't have a huge family. That's oh. too much. I'm going to say $2 million. Okay. $2 million. Yeah. Got Kelly on the line. Kelly's on the line. All right, Kelly, what's the life-changing amount for you? Hi. 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 Hi, Kelly. Hi, you guys. I love you. We love you, too. Anyway, I believe money is the root of all evil. Oh. I need $3 million. Okay. And the reason is for each one of my kids. Oh, you want to give the money away to your kids? Yeah, yeah. So you want to... Not for me. Of course, I will keep them back. All right. For me, my son has a family of eight. Oh. It is uh, uh, horrific out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's making very good money right now. He's a construct- construction. He's doing very well. But rent is outrageous. And oh. Right now, they need a house. They have six children together. They're a blended family. And I would buy him a house. And that would help Oh no, we lost her. Oh, oh no. no, I guess we're she not going to find out. Check. But she said three she million dollars. She's like, bye. <laughs> I'm also going to change my amount. I think I'm going to I'm going to uh, erase this number over here. Two million. I'm going to go up to five. Okay, thank you. Five because million? I want a million dollar home. Oh gosh. And then uh, all the cruises that I want. Okay. And. Um, you know, I do want the health insurance thing. That's going to be a good million dollars oh to pay for the rest of your life. Don, do you want to go any higher? Well, I feel weird now because I said a hundred thousand would change my life. I mean, look, on the low end again, that will change your life. Just but I think investment wise, what I could do with a hundred thousand, you know, yeah. I mean, I know it's a gamble, but yeah. Um, Mike, I think we've got time for Gail. All right, let's bring Gail have, in here. Let's have a chat with Gail. Gail, we're writing a blank check for you, honey. Well, I'm a very simple person, but I'm just saying, I bought, got bit by the Lone Star tick, and if you're talking about ticks, I know ticks. I live on a farm. Oh, so Gail! 
chicks everywhere. And those Lone Star ones? No. I'm never going to be able to eat meat ever again. Oh, my it's God. It's been did... like eight years. Gail, did you get that tick that makes I want all the money you... that I've never been able to eat meat. That's all I want. Okay. <laughs> Gail, so you had that tick that makes you not want to eat meat anymore. You you You, you cannot. Oh. Um, you can't. I've will, heard of this. You can't. Gail. And, it, and I'm not one of those weird people. I'm really not. No, it's so fine, I, Gail. We're all sick. weird here. I never knew what it was yeah. until I went into that, because I'm not a doctor person, kind of person, because I live on a farm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that Lone Star tip, it, it will stay in your system for a long time. I've heard this, Gail. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, I want all the money that I've never been able to go get a Whopper at Burger King. Oh, Gail, honey. Gail. I'm going to pray for you, honey. Thank you so much for sharing. I hope you get a steak soon. <laughs> I want a steak. Oh. I want to eat some meat. All right, Gail. I'm going to pray for your, for your steak. You think this is a fakey thing? No, it's not. No, I, oh, girl, we, we you believe you. Yeah, I'm I've heard about it. Anyway. Thank you, Gail. Yeah, Don, you are gullible, but that's a real thing. In fact, I, I think I learned her. about this during the pandemic. I don't know, it was a podcast or something where some Lone lady Star tick. she got I mean, t- she got bit tick. by a tick, and it makes you not it makes you like violently uh, allergic to meat. Okay. Yeah. It's a All thing. right. Anyway, thanks for sharing. That had nothing to do with our question, but Gail, I'm super fascinated and glad you called. Now, when we come back from thought experiments to oh God, somebody who really. I just don't want to think about much, but we do need to talk about Army Hammer. Why? Because there was a development in a legal case against him this week that mm. we need to uh, give an update on, and we'll do that when we return right here on My Hey, My Talkers. I hope you're enjoying the beautiful, beautiful summer weather. It's finally here, but maybe you're running the AC because, well, like me, You just want to be cool and comfortable at night when you're sleeping and, you know, then you can get out and enjoy the day uh, when you want. But here's the thing. If you're running that air conditioner all summer long, you want to make sure it can handle whatever the weather throws our way. And the best way I know to do that is with a tune-up from my friends at Hero. Their AC tune-up is only $69. That is a steal. And here's why. In addition to the fact that, look, Hero is the real deal. They're the pros. They've been doing this for over 100 years. They truly are the best in the business. They are providing a premium service. Truly, their service is at a premium level. So that $69 is a steal. And it comes with a 365-day no-breakdown guarantee, which means if you do end up having any issues with your AC, you can just pick up the phone and call them. Head to call here. Every the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Happy Friday. Thank you for joining us. And Bradley and I are so happy that you're here. Okay, we need to talk about. Why are you here? Well, we're here to talk about Army Hammer, which in blind items is known as the. What is he? The, the cleaning product cleaning actor. Cleaning product Army actor? Yeah. yeah. I need to write that one down. Do you not have that on your short list? No. Cleaning product actor. I mean, that is. Anyway, uh, what (laughs) is going on? It is. What's going on with him? Look, we need to update the world because Army Hammerball Lecter strikes again. And by that, I mean, (laughs) that's the nickname we used to give him because there were all these like weird rumors about him being a cannibal. I think that maybe stretched things a bit too far. But on the serious side, there was an actual 
allegation of sexual assault. And it was a development in that case this week that brings our attention to it today. We just didn't get to it because we had so many other scintillating tales to tell you. And frankly, actually, it was a case of having other gross news to update you on yesterday sure. in the form of Danny Masterson that we didn't get to Army Hammer. So I want to now update you. We didn't you. want to double gross you out. Yeah, exactly. The L.A. District Attorney's Office decided on Wednesday not to charge Army Half Hammer after, well, it's been years, I think, um, at least a couple of years since the allegations first were made public. Uh, they said that this assault, which was alleged in 2017, uh, or in this particular case, they did not have what was required to bring actual charges. Now, I want to read a little bit from what the spokesman for the, the spokesperson for the DA's office told page six, quote, Sexual assault cases are often difficult to prove, which is why we assign our most experienced prosecutors to review them. In this case, those prosecutors conducted an extremely thorough review, but determined that at this time there is insufficient evidence to charge Mr. Hammer with a crime. They went on to say that this was uh, or that the office rather has an ethical responsibility only to charge cases that can be proven beyond a reasonable doubt. Lastly, we know this is hard for women to report sexual assault. Even when we can't move forward with prosecution, our victim service representatives are available to those who seek our victim support services. Basically saying, like, look, we couldn't charge in this case, but, you know, we understand that that doesn't mean there wasn't a crime here, Ugh. which is frustrating. Yes. Um, I will say that Effie, that is the name we know this uh, victim by, uh, actually spoke to page six in a statement as well. And I just want to give you a little bit of that. As well, she said, quote, I felt a duty to speak out and file and we can talk a little bit about what her allegations were in a moment. But she said, I felt a duty to speak out and file a report in order to try and hold army accountable for all the harm and trauma he caused me. And in order to protect other women from experiencing similar abuse, it cost me a great deal to have spoken out and filed a report against mm. his abuse. She went on to say that since the charges came out, she has received death threats, rape threats, countless attacks <gasps> and atrocious, incessant Harassment. She concludes by saying, I believe that many of Army's victims were able to come forward, uh, were too afraid to come forward. My hope is that one day rapists won't get away with it. Oh. So she detailed, and I don't remember if you, rem or I don't know if you remember this story, but it was a particularly dark all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Journey of abuse that seemed to take place over a period of time. It like got worse and worse and worse that their relationship became abusive and then physically so. And then she alleges that she was sexually assaulted and raped. So... 
I know that's heavy and I know that's a lot. And we're used to poking fun at this whole like army ham army hammer cannibal story. But beyond just the salacious headlines, you know, there's an actual victim in this case. Yes. And think of, yeah, just her statement and thinking about how hard it is to have the courage to come forward and yeah. say something may, may in hopes that more women would come forward if he, you know, had been doing these things allegedly, you know, now was he married at the time? That's yeah, what Elizabeth I, Chambers. Okay, Elizabeth Chambers. So he's been married to her the whole time. So he does. They're he, not married anymore. But yeah, at the time they were. Okay, so did he say that he actually had a consensual relationship with Yes, Effie? if I remember correctly, okay, and I don't have it right in front that. of me, but I remember basically this, everything he has said is that everything up to this point, including whether it was Effie or somebody else, was consensual. Okay. Because Effie's not the only person to detail this abuse. Right. Or the allegations of violent sexual activity. Right. He had... I mean, we heard, you know, statements that he made about, you know, just that reconfirmed that he has a fascination with eating people or flesh, whether it be just to say it, oh, I just, you know, want to eat you up, you know? (laughs) Well, I think that's where the sort of sideshow of the story, like people, it's kind of a laugh line or a joke line or a punch line, you know, like, oh, you know, and and, because then you can make the sounds weird saying make the cannibal jokes, but that was a way to sort of take the, you know, if you can laugh it off as just sort of somebody's weird sexual kink. Uh-huh. And it is it's, so bizarre. But by, but to me, these are two separate things. Somebody's kink is different than rape and yeah, sexual assault. That's right. Like there is a whole, you know, and we've talked about maybe not on this show, but I know in the past we've talked about the like BDSM stuff and like, like there is a whole thing going on over here that has nothing to do with rape mm-hmm. and sexual assault. Exactly. And it's easy in the media to conflate those two things like, oh, he's just kind of kinky and he likes to do some weird stuff. And, you know, like that's different than what she's alleging, which is why I think it's important to follow up on this story, because my fear is and the reason I wanted to talk about this story is that I think because now this case is not going forward and there will be no charges you know, all the jokes about the cannibal stuff aside, this is about a guy's career mm-hmm. and his ability to relaunch his career. And studios would not have wanted to work with him if there was a pending you know, lawsuit against him. Right. So in the, in the sense that he no longer has this hanging over his head, I'm concerned that people will just kind of laugh this off. I know. Forget about the actual rape allegations, and then he'll be able to relaunch his Hollywood career. Well, I, and even in the blind items, Mike, you were talking about that Robert Downey Jr., this is what, yeah. uh, you know, CrazyDaysAndNights.net is, is alleging, that uh, he's really trying to push him to get into the MCU. And yeah. it's, it's, not just, it's not just there. Reddit has been talking about that a lot, that those two have been very close. And yeah. Robert Downey Jr. has been very outspoken through this whole process about how he has been supporting Army Hammer and says that, you know, yeah. Based on what he and knows the thing, of the situation, he should be innocent and dropped of all of this. Yeah, and the thing we know about Hollywood is that, again, their tension span is very short, mm-hmm. especially the movers and shakers and the business decision makers. Yeah. They, like, if it's not in the headline, I mean, look what they bypassed with 
Oh, what's his name? Danny Masterson? Not Danny no. Masterson, because his career's over, obviously. Right. But The Flash. Oh. Ezra Miller. Ezra, Ezra Miller. Miller. Like, all of that information, like, they were like, and? Mm-hmm. We're still going ahead with it, right? So I, I just feel like this is this is cynically probably the beginning of his comeback, comeback mm. which is just sad, especially if you believe the victim in this case. Right. 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 But an important topic to discuss. Definitely. Nonetheless. Thanks for bringing us that we're gonna, story. We're going to, um, what's the word? Switch gears? Freshen our palate. Cleanse our palate. When we come back, because it's Food Porn Friday, and we're going to put some food in our mouth, and it's hopefully going to be really tasty. (laughs) We'll be right back. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hi. Hey, uh, we have Mm. to move on uh, from all of these juicy topics we've had today into some food porn. Hey. Comfortable, Don, because I'm going to have to describe food okay. with words. And we all know Don does not like descriptive food words. Welcome back to Food Porn Friday. It's our cheat day moment of the week where we put something uh, inappropriate in our mouths uh, of a food variety. <laughs> Today, Don, do you see what is before us? Oh, Lay's. They're really, I mean, there's a big competition right now between between chip companies trying to think up some new flavors, yeah, right? Yeah, so uh, we've got Lay's specifically. Lay's. What's wrong? Why are <laughs> you laughing? What did I say? Am I allowed to laugh? Oh. It's Friday and okay. we're eating chips. Okay. Uh, Lay's has... Uh, a new flavor for us. It's a limited time flavor for us specifically. They sent this. No, they didn't. Um, you can get this. I think uh, if I remember correctly, did I get this at the gas station? I think so. Oh, BLT sandwich. Ooh. Okay. BLT sandwich. I love that they include sandwich in there. Right. Because like you wouldn't know what BLT was otherwise. Like Is you it can't BLT just hold salad? a BLT in your hand. Yeah. You've got bacon, lettuce, tomato, and then you just, I guess you could do a lettuce wrap, but... <laughs> BLT lettuce wrap. Ew. I don't know. But these are BLT uh, sandwich chips. Okay. I'm taking a huff. I'm taking a whiff. Everybody stick it in your your schnoz. Oh. Smells good. Smells good. But I'm not getting a particular whiff of anything, are you? What are you getting? I'm getting like a tomato vibe. Maybe a smoky. Do you get smoke? No. Okay. Hmm. What's wrong with me? I'm getting the tomato vibe. Like I can kind of. Are you? Yeah. Did you get one of them ticks, on that makes you <laughs> not no, able to smell? No, like, like our listener. Okay, uh, you want to put it in your mouth again? Sure. This is a BLT bacon lettuce tomato. I think is the implication uh, for Lay's. Oh. And they're crunching, they're chewing, they're going. Oh, what does that mean? That's what is not that? bad. Does it taste like a BLT? Well, I'm, I'm just. Not sure. Sure. I just had a BLT yesterday, actually, so this oh, is perfect. Oh, okay. Mike just had a BLT yesterday. I did, and this tastes like a BLT. Okay. I like it. What do you say, Dawn? Tell me what you're thinking while I put uh, some in my mouth. Mm, I kind of taste the tomato for sure. Yep. But as far as the bacon, I don't taste any bacon. Mm. But That's the salty kind of smoky like, I'm getting vibe a little salty talking. smoke. I think That's... it needs more dust because the dust is what makes it flavorful it's not like they bake it you into know, the chip i will say i had dental work today so my mouth is probably off okay but if you told me or if you didn't tell me what this was and said That's what is right. it 
I would have a real hard time telling you what it was. That said, it's good. Right. Maybe Do you a taste, little, because in nothing BLT. is punching through. Remember how we had a couple weeks back, I think it was, or was it last week? Yeah, was it last week when we had the spicy... The Doritos spicy mustard, spicy mustard yeah. which is so that good. was just and like ketchup. punch right the yep. right in the face. You yes. were like, "Yes, yeah, spicy mustard." Yeah, I really. This is a very mild flavor. It is, and I think that we should start doing a blind taste test and not okay. know what it is first. Okay. Because I would expect to taste, since it's a BLT sandwich, I expect to taste bread, tomato, lettuce, mm. bacon, mm. and I'm getting. I am getting. The more I eat, I'm getting the whiffs. So it's building. And it's like that aftertaste, too. Once you've mm-hmm. had a few of them and you let it's it sit a little bit. I just lick it. Yeah, I feel like now I just got done eating a BLT. Like, I have that feel in my mouth. Like, the taste in my mouth. Yeah, but over. you got you to gotta let it build. Mm-hmm. I think there's a little mayonnaise taste, too. Yep. Because that's, there's, that's necessary. There's mayonnaise in here. That's, but there I is, have to um, have mayonnaise on a BLT. Does everyone agree on that? Do we have to? Not have to. Okay, but... Is anybody with me? <laughs> I like how they you just got help. so like, is everybody with me on that? We need mayo on our BLT. <laughs> no, I agree. Okay. There is brown sugar in this. What? Mm-hmm. Read us the other ingredients. Okay. So again, BLT, but I want you guys to be thinking about, put a few more in your mouth. I will say you've got to give Lay's, I've noticed, a chance to build. I have to move on. In I don't have enough. time for this. I don't have what? time... To let something build. I need to like it immediately or I'm going to move oh, see, to something else. see, I'm different. Else. I like to put like a chip mm-hmm. and then another chip and then another chip mm-hmm. and then another chip. Okay. I just keep doing that until the bag <laughs> is the one. We got it. I, I think uh, another chip. <laughs> maybe Lay's wants to be the more subtle of the two because Doritos punches you in the face. No matter what the flavor yeah. is, you get that flavor right away. These Lay's really have more of a calmer. I think it does depend on the chip too. Are you getting this where like, I'll put a chip in my mouth and it's like, bam. But oh. then other chips, it's like, hmm. That's because it has less dust. Yeah. It's the dust that makes this chip. All right. I was going to read you the ingredients while you guys are thinking about your zero to five. Oh. Five being the best potato chip you ever put in your mouth. Mm. And that's what we're doing here on Food Port and Friday. BLT sandwich lays. Mm-hmm. Potatoes. Obvious. Vegetable oil. Uh, maltodextrin. Oh, yummy. Less than 2% of the following. Salt. Sour cream, sugar, tomato powder, oh, natural flavors, spices, dextrose. Wait a minute. Just spices? You can just put spices down on a list? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, spices, dextrose, whey, medium chain triglycerides. Oh, boy. Those that are That doesn't great. sound healthy. Brown sugar and paprika extract. Why the sugar? To keep you wanting to eat more? Maybe. But it's also the last on the list. So Okay. So it's less than 2%. But still, why are you sprinkling some brown sugar on these chips? Because I don't know about you. Maybe for color. Or like that bacon kind of, the the bacon taste at the very end. Bacon sometimes has brown sugar Mm -hmm. on it. All right, zero to five. Five being the best potato chip you ever put in your mouth. Zero being um, you just blew chunks all over the street. (laughs) Oh, God. We're riding around with a hot car and a gut full of bad nachos. (laughs) What (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs)
I will say 1.75 because it isn't gross. Oh, my God. That's so low. Oh, sorry. I'm not a fan of just Lay's themselves. I don't know why. They're a little bit too greasy for my taste. Okay. You know, I, I'm so used to baked Lay's that I the regular Lay's potato chip Lay's. is... Pardon? You buy baked Lay's. I don't buy them, but if I... Like, let's say you're at a sandwich shop and they have a rack of chips. I'm going to pick the baked Lay's. Hmm. All right, so 1.75. 1.75 for me. Mike? Well, the dead average in the middle, 2.5, I'd say like 2.71. So just, <laughs> just a little, a little over above average. average. Yeah, they're not great, but they're fine. They're but good. see, like, so my more. rule would always be like, would I go out and buy these chips? Yeah. No. Mm-mm. If they were around, would I eat them? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I would probably uncontrollably eat the whole bag. Oh, okay. So that's why I think I have to give it like a 2.75. Oh. Because it's a little better than, I mean, it's a better enough than average because I know I would just keep eating and eating and eating. And I eating think and if eating. I just had some very basic, like, dip. Ooh, top like, the tater with this? With Oof. top the tater, yes, or, or some, some kind cream. of a sour cream dip mm-hmm. where you don't lose the flavor of the chip. Yeah. But I yeah. think that would You help. don't want an overpowering dip. That's right. You want a dip. I can't do flavored chips and dip. I have to do plain chips, dip. Oh. Correct. Or flavored chips. Mm-hmm. Unless it's top the tater. And here's the, the magic. The regular Doritos top the tater. Or tortilla chips and their Mexican top the tater. Yep. Okay. So All you right. A, you got a favorite dip, Don? Uh, favorite dip. I mean, mm, I don't know. My mom used to take a French onion soup packet oh, yeah. mm-hmm. with... With, yeah. I don't know. That's my mom's like that's my mom's and sour go-to. cream. Yeah, and sour just cream and mix it up onion. together. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's what I grew up on too. Is Very there good. do people make recipes with chips like oh I'm sorry. Hot dishes. I almost said the word. <laughs> oh, oh God. I almost said the, the Why are you here? The shame bell out. <laughs> do people make hot dishes with chips? And if you do have a recipe, let me know. Everybody does. They I mean, do? You, any, you can take any you hot dish these up. and put potato chips on top. Okay. Or cornflakes or tortilla chips or cornflakes. Did I say cornflakes? Yeah. Or I take, well, potato chips. I have I a recipe with Ritz crackers. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Anything crunchy, right? Right. right. So Fritos. these might be good in Fritos. a hot dish. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think Lay's, you know, I mean, I wouldn't throw these, I wouldn't kick them out of bed. But uh, I certainly wouldn't go out and buy the BLT sandwich. Okay. When we come back, Dawn, Mm -hmm. you are going to give us the weirdest story of the week that involves none other than some actors, a movie, and Satan. (laughs) And we'll find out what that's all about when we return right here on my... Hey, my talkers, Bradley here. I want you to do me a favor. Mark your calendars for Wednesday, June 21st. I'm hosting an event with a light, and we're celebrating World Refugee Day, and I would love for you to join us. You know, too often refugees and displaced people are portrayed one-dimensionally, often as victims or even worse, as villains. So we're making space to lift up their stories of abundance and resilience, and that's why I want you to join us June 21st at 6 p.m. It's at Quincy Hall in Northeast Minneapolis. I'll be moderating a conversation with Andrew Leon Hanna. He's the author of 25 Million Sparks, The Untold Story of Refugee Entrepreneurs. We're going to follow up our chat with delicious arepas from Soleil Soleil Ramirez and Arepa Bar. And joining us for this fun event, some of our newest fellow Minnesotans, 
Afghan and Ukrainian newcomers who settled in our community over the last year. To learn more about this event and reserve your spot, head to wearealight.org slash Bradley. And thank you. Is already home. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter had a TV drama actor roundtable. Mm. And I kind of want, want to watch the entire thing. Okay. Uh, we're going to be talking about a snippet that involved an actor in the show Snowfall. But before that, I just want to you know, explain what this was. It had Evan Peters at the table, Pedro Pascal, Michael Imperioli, Kieran Culkin, uh, Damson Idris. I hope I'm saying his name right. And Jeff Bridges. So they were just, you know, sitting there talking about their jobs and, you know, I'm assuming I haven't watched all of it, but talking about the roles that they've played and what they did to get there emotionally, maybe getting into the roles and their actors, uh, the place where an actor would need to go. And uh, one of the actors from the show Snowfall, he his name is uh, Damson Idris. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that show is on FX. You can watch it on Hulu. This is its final season. It's had five seasons. And I'm like, I don't even know about this. It's the early days of the crack epidemic in L.A. in the 80s. Okay. That's what it's about. It looks pretty interesting. So this actor had to play an evil character, and he discussed among the group that he had to go to some pretty dark places. Do we have that clip? We do. Here we go. Okay. I remember sometime, we do 10 episodes for my show, and in this last season, um, I was hitting a block, right? I, I was like, oh, I'm not doing it right, right? So I went in the corner, and then I was looking at the wall, and I was like, Come on, devil! Come on, devil! Right, get, come to me! Like, come to me! Because I had to do something like crazy, right? What? Had nightmares for a month, so it does Enough come to it or after? After. after. Like I had nightmares every day. Like I just felt, I felt that energy. Oh, interesting! You know, and I had to pray and do all this stuff to like get rid of it. And you know, you call your mom up and you're like, "Bring me back to life." And <laughs> that stuff is real. What? That stuff really is real. Wow. Okay, so questions. I'm not calling on the Dark Lord ever, no. much less for a role. You know, I mean, whether you believe in the Dark Lord or not doesn't seem like a good idea. No, I, that's why I don't play with Ouija boards. You know, people are like, oh, let's get out the Ouija board. No, you do not want to open a portal to hell. Thank you. Because once <laughs> it's open, you can't close it. Oh, no. wow. Yeah. Um, well, I just, I was curious. At what the other actors thought. The I'm only sure they person, thought that is some stuff, and I'm not mm, going anywhere near I'm that. I'm not going to comment, because um, the only person that asked a question was, you heard another person in there, that was Kieran Culkin. It, when he said that after he asked the devil for help with his role... Um, oh, what I was thought that? there was a ghost. <laughs> that sounded like a whale. <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. So... Um, so he asked for help with the role and then yeah, Kieran, he asked Satan for yeah, help. For, Who yes. does that? So, and then Kieran Culkin says, so you had nightmares after you asked the devil for help. And yeah. he goes, yeah, for months after. Yeah. Also, I don't even know that those are nightmares as much as you, you, you called the devil. Well, yeah. I mean, this is really uh, to make this statement like like no one from the clip that I saw. The only person that actually engaged in conversation about that was Kieran Culkin. Mm. And I, man, thank you for like 
being engaged in the conversation because everybody else looks mum. They're just staring at him. Well, and I'm Pedro sure they're Pascal trying to like, puts do his the hand math, like... over his mouth like, I can't comment because then I'll be in headlines talking about the devil. Yeah. And then people will go, have you asked the devil for help with your roles, Pedro? So I think Pedro would say that's a no. That's a no. So I... There was another clip in this article, which I've linked on our show links page. It's okay. a TMZ article, and it actually shows a clip of him. He had to go to an evil place, and he just wasn't getting there. So I started to play the clip of him playing the role in this scene, and I stopped it because I got scared. Yeah, you don't. Because call the look in, in the his eye, room. I mean, he nailed it, but he had a very strange look in his eyes. And I'm like, I don't like this. I don't even think I should watch it. Yeah. If it's, you, I mean, weird. again, I just, I'm, I'm beyond superstitious enough to like, whatever you want to call it. I'm just, I would not yeah. willingly inculcate uh, a force from another dimension without knowing full well what I was getting into. And because I don't think it's possible to know, it just seems like a very dangerous activity. Yeah. It is. It just got me thinking because there are so many people who are atheists and just don't, you weren't raised with, you know, religion. And even if you've decided that you don't, you know, you're an atheist, if you were raised with religion, this would, I think with anybody make you go don't do that you know what i'm saying yeah. despite what you believe what, what re, yeah again despite what you believe in i just don't think you know i'm just the kind of person i would want to you know just avoid um like why take the why risk invoking, i'm not a risky you, person yeah yeah you know yeah i mean go eat some real hot chips or something if you want to <laughs> seem evil. i also I, I also just you know like i'm this just proves why i'm not an actor because i just don't want to have to go like if <laughs> invoke the devil's name i, I don't want to have to invoke satan uh-huh. in order to to do my job mm-hmm. so i mean on occasion i have invoked satan on this show <laughs> In order to <laughs> get what? what I want. <laughs> really? <There's airwaves. laughs> really? It oh, boy. It's oh, working, Don. Uh, no, think... I'm just saying, um, I'm, I'm, no part of me wants to be in a career wherein I have to touch on, like, Satan, but also just, like, you know, because, like, the emotional thing that actors will do, not all actors, because, yeah. again, there are different philosophies of acting. Yeah. Right? But, um I don't want to have to like, you know, when they're like, think of the worst thing that's ever happened. That's to method. You. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that would not be my approach to acting. I'd okay. be like, if you can't just do it, well, then maybe it's not the right thing to do for me. For yeah, me, that's yeah. me talking. Yeah. Well, sometimes there's pressure put on you. I was a theater major. So if you're in a play where you have to cry on stage every night, yeah. sometimes you have to go to, you know, I'm not invoking the devil, but I have thought of, you know, things yeah. that. Yeah, and really you're a scared. better person than I am because no, I would not, not be able to do No, not better person. That. I'm just my ego says that I need to cry on stage, so I better make it happen. But this is scary, and I just you know he had to pray a lot, and I would be mad if I were the other actor. I'd be like, dude, don't yeah, invoke the need, devil. I don't need Satan on my this movie set. Yeah, I'm, what are you going to do? Put it on your resume, like <laughs> you know, as you're you know in the also, education then department. Gonna to, then you're going to have to like call a priest or. Yeah, and his Some mother. Some other practitioner to, like, you know, undo the Satan thing. Yeah, he said he called his mother and said, bring me back to life. Yeah. I don't even know That's what deep. that means. That's a lot. That just sounds real heavy, and I'm glad that he was able to, like, get through it. But Yeah, now I definitely, like, 
I thought about watching this show, but I just I'm love afraid. the idea. Also, like, what other career do people routinely call up Satan, <laughs> other than actors? <laughs> well, routinely, I don't know. They have said that musicians have, you know, the whole like make you me know, a star, Black Sabbath, yeah. and you know. I'm just saying to like, you know, like if any, you're going about your day and you're like, oof, how can I? How can I just really I get what I want nail this, this project <laughs> with, you know, this this project I'm working on? Hmm. Satan? Oh, my God. No. Yeah. No. Rethink Ooh. your career choices. Right. America. And I have, you know, with the paranormal stuff that I dabble in, you know, I... Oh, God, I bet there's all sorts of de- demons and well, devils and things that people want you to... You know, yeah, it's it's really a tricky situation because our team is a scientific team, meaning that what we do is we go in with instruments and tools that we have to record and to test in that kind of a scientific environment. I mean, and and then we see if we get any results from recordings. So So we don't have devils. We don't mess with that. So if anyone's listening out there, don't call us about demons or the devil because Don't we will tell God. you to call a priest okay <laughs> for sure yeah uh, or get a hold but of how do you it. know what if you got there and they're like we just have a ghost and you get there and it's like i'm going to destroy you oh then my you God, go, that I sounds think this like is too much inspector gadget <laughs> we need a priest <laughs> yeah yeah it's um, do you have a priest in your group no 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 we do not. Okay. Um, priests, if you're talking about Catholic priests, yeah. they don't usually get involved in stuff like that. They don't? Who, I think what kind of they, priests do? Um, I don't know. I just know Catholicism, and they're very strict on what they do and how they talk about that. And it's almost impossible to get a Catholic priest you to... You just open the phone book, and you're like... Demon, there are people who... Demonologists. Invo- demonologists. They call themselves demonologists, and so they've studied in that area and realm and we just avoid it altogether we're like we don't do demons yeah but we invite like but that you would only mean... know that if they had brought it up but i'm saying like what if you get there and oh. like what's his name damson unbeknownst to you I just... some guy called on satan for his homework assignment <laughs> and he satan decided not to leave it's like you need to help like you're in shop class and you're like i just am hey, trying to make this birdhouse I'm right still here <laughs> Just like I only needed you for theater class. Now yeah. I'm trying to make a birdhouse, and you start painting it red. <laughs> I don't know. Oh god! Oh boy! Okay. Well, here's I mean, the thing. and that kind of stuff to to us, our philosophy is like, it's not. That's not a common thing. This is a super super rare rare yeah, rare, no, rare 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 thing. Well, you hope thing. people aren't just willy nilly calling Satan. People that are, although increasingly it seems like they are, but that's just me. Yeah. And people that are um, afraid of that, it's usually, you know, if you believe in ghosts, people are mean in life and then they continue to be mean in the afterlife. Like their personalities are kind of the same. So it's probably just a mean person. Yeah. Who still wants to be a bully. Yeah. But like, is there any, I mean, it's kind of the same thing, right? A demon or a bully. Oh, no, no. Demons have never lived on the earth as humans. Oh, so they are real. I don't know. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm not saying either way. When we come back, more on D.